0: I remember telling my friends, who are still photographers in this town, who are a lot of great people, I'm going to shoot food for a living. And yeah. they laughed at me. They thought it was funny. They said, you'll go bro. Guess what? I'm not. They are. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Who's laughing now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So,
0: you're listening to the Bar and Restaurant Podcast, where hospitality lovers come to listen and learn with expert David DiLorenzo. Now here's your host, the d
1: Hey, it's the Dilo here, the host of the Bar and Restaurant Podcast. On today's episode, we have Debbie Wolvos. Debbie Wolvos is a food photographer, so all relating to hospitality, Debbie is in charge of taking all of those amazing pictures of food, sometimes drink, and creates a story out of that. And we talk about... Debbie's upbringing, we talk about her interesting career and how she got to where she is today, but just the amount of things that she has done in her lifetime, even to get her to this point of being, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best food photographer definitely in Arizona, um, where we get to know her and we see a lot of her work. So. Wanted to make this um, fun for everybody and you know, kind of dive in on the details of what food photography is about as a business, as an art, and everything um, that might create some sort of added value for you, um, the listener, and just see where it goes from there. So I hope you all enjoy this and I appreciate you listening. And please, 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 if you are listening to the podcast, if you would be so kind to just give me a five star and subscribe, that's all I ask. Um, that would be amazing. I love doing this and I love knowing that people are listening and that I'm able to give some sort of value to you. So sit back, relax. Here's the Dilo and Debbie Wolvos and we're going to talk food photography and a lot of other stuff. Thanks and peace hi Debbie how are you
0: hi David how are you I'm, I'm good
1: yeah I'm excited to have you today actually really excited to have you and uh, we were just talking off uh, off camera uh, about the first time that I met you and I don't remember the very first time I met you or really how we met but it has to be through the through the food world or something like I,
0: that I, maybe it was Kim
1: I know and you wife. happen to know my wife too which
0: well it's a small world and we all we both you know we we cross over because you yeah. being the restaurant industry and representing a lot of, you know, involved with a lot of restaurants. And I know that I did a job for one of your clients or yeah. several, well, but several, yeah, several, actually. for
1: sure. And then you had actually brought Kim and I on board to do, remember that food company that we
0: yeah, worked with? Yeah, with? Uh, Freshly. Freshly. I, yeah. you yeah, were we inside were our that models. house. You we were, were unbelievable for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't really think of myself as a model, but you that, were great. <laughs> that was fun. You were
0: great. And then... Um, I did photography, food photography for Kim, for a magazine that she worked for. Okay. For a while,
1: there's the connection. So I, don't I think know. it was like Scottsdale Health or something like that. Yeah. And we were doing the yep. for the okay, and yep. we kind of probably knew each other on our own terms, and then we got together, and it's like, oh hey, we yeah. know everybody. Well, that's awesome. So I want to get into your story a little bit, and okay. for the listening audience, I want to get to know you and i want them to get to know you and um let's just start from where you're from minnesota correct yeah and and you did your
0: homework, I did, interviewer? I, I did I a like little bit that. of homework.
1: So th- tell me about growing up in Minnesota and, and your family. And I know, like, your first introduction into photography was your Kodak at year ten, correct?
0: Yeah, I was ten years old. It was like I had that little Instamatic thing, and and it was like it had the old flashball that actually like exploded. No, I mean it was really a long time ago. Um, yeah, I grew up in a really beautiful area that is now very suburban. But back when I was growing up um, in the seventies, it was um, Eden Prairie, Minnesota,
1: Eden Prairie.
0: I mean, rolling hills. And we lived in a big old Tudor house on a hill that overlooked the Minnesota river. And there was a pond. We had like, we we didn't, it wasn't a farm, but we had like 25 acres. It was way back when. And so all of the neighbors were farmers. And, um, so it was very much farm country. So I went to, you know, went to school there and then I went to the university of Minnesota and, and then eventually, We'll, we'll get into that, but but in terms of growing up in Eden Prairie, um, I'm the youngest of six kids. Six. Um, and it was really cool. Yeah. I mean they were great. It was the Waltons, we, you know, hung out. We <laughs> you know, we had cats and dogs and horses and I mean it was it was sort of farm like. But right. I had to walk quite a ways to make it down to the school bus. I mean it was yeah, and it was it was pretty cool.
1: So when you told your kids a story about having to walk through six feet of snow <laughs> to get to that, that was true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't miss the cold weather. I don't miss the snow. My mom is there and a number of my brothers and sisters still live there. My mom is really amazing. She's really healthy. She's 92. Holy cow. So when I go to Minnesota to see family, she'll pick me up. She'll be on her cell phone. She's driving. I mean, she's she's unbelievable. So knock on wood, I hope I follow her, you know, Footsteps, Some yeah. good
1: genetics yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay, and but you went to the University of Minnesota. I did.
0: And my my father um, owned electronic stores, sort of oh. like I guess the equivalent might be like. Do you remember Radio Shack? Yeah. Kind of a smaller, not not a Best Buy, but a smaller. He right, had, not
1: a Circuit City, but yeah, just one yeah, a little smaller. smaller.
0: And so it kind of makes sense in a way that I'm kind of a child of television and radio and photography because he was um a semi-professional photographer way back when he had a dark room okay in our home in the basement and i grew up helping him and, yeah uh, inherited his uh, equipment actually but um you know there were stereos and televisions and it was just our whole house was filled with electronics and so you know it's sort of as interesting that i i majored in theater at the university but then i kind of switched over right. and, I became really enamored with the world of television and radio, and that was really where I wanted to be. Yeah. So, um, and I went to a vocational school. Everybody said, what are you doing? You know? And it was the best thing I ever did. (laughs) I went to, see if I remember, Hennepin County Vocational and Technical School or whatever. And I majored in television production. Okay. And that, I was like 20 and that changed everything. Yeah. It was like a two-year program and I raced in it, you know, through it in like a year. And I immediately began. Just, you,
1: found, you found your passion.
0: I did. And I was videotaping for companies and um, kind of a media producer. And and so I kind of, and then I did still photography as well. Okay. So, I mean, I did, I just kind of never really ended up doing theater. It's kind of weird.
1: But. And, and being the youngest of all the siblings, were you like daddy's little girl?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think I ever got. Like in trouble. (laughs) I certainly never got a spanking. I mean, I was, you know, back then they, you know, spanking was the thing. You know, it was like, you spank your child, but now they don't. Now they, yeah. But um, yeah, I I wasn't spoiled in a bad way. I think. Yeah. My I used to come home from school, and you know my my brothers and sisters loved taking care of me. I'm so lucky.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. But I
0: felt, you know, I felt that growing up, I had so much love. From my parents and my family, it gave me some kind of huge amount of confidence that I can't even tell you how much that shaped me. Mm-hmm. Truly, yeah, it gave me the, the the confidence and the courage to just to go get on TV, even if I didn't have a right. real four degree, you know, four year degree in television. I yeah. kind of pieced it together, but yeah, a lot of guts and a lot of love and you can do anything.
1: That's a cool start. Yeah. I mean, that's a cool start to a, a, an amazing career that you're you're having and, and that you've had so far. And so do you remember the first picture you took on that Kodak?
0: Yeah, I have it.
1: You do? Uh-huh.
0: I wish I brought it. Oh, I wish I would have had a show and tell. Um, yeah. It is a really sad photo of uh, I, I had to do, I had to do a presentation (laughs) for the class. Of course. Right. there I am at 10 years old and they called my name, Debbie. And I went up there and I talked about photography and cameras and I took a picture of the class and they're all like sleeping. They're all like, (laughs) like, that's really sad.
1: Oh, that is funny. Kids
0: are all 10. They're like looking at their pencils and you know, they're not really paying. And I still have it. And I'm going to my gosh, I don't know, 45th Reunion. reunion, and I'll see a lot of those people, and I'm going to bring that and go. This is how much you paid attention to me. And
1: what the big light bulb do? Yeah, you know,
0: and they and they were just like some were paying attention but that's it that was the first thing i did that's so that's so cool (laughs) i launched my career
1: (laughs) so got out of college and then what was your first actual real job
0: you know i worked for um a company called northern states power company uh the equivalent in minnesota of like an aps okay and i was their media producer and i went into um you know interview for that job and they said well you've got the qualifications, you've kind of tested everything. We, we, we want to hire you, but, but our higher ups don't necessarily believe that you are really as experienced in video production as you say you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sorry to do this, but if you would just, you know, just to please the bosses up above the chain, would you, would you take out our gear? And just go do a quick video, shoot a video, <laughs> come back to the studio and edit it. We just, we just need, you know, it's sort of a proof of it. Wow. I was like, baptized
1: oh, by fire. Yeah.
0: No problem. So I got the gear. I think it was like, I don't even remember what it was. Some, something ancient and heavy. And I put it on the <laughs> tripod and in Minnesota, there are, they call it the land of 10,000 lakes, but there are more than that. So there are lakes everywhere. So I thought, well, I'll do a little piece on like people running and the lakes and I'll interview people, do man on the street. So I set it all up. And these young guys, they were on roller skates, and they came skating by, <sighs> and they purposely bashed it over. Just, it shattered oh, everywhere. Wow. And I, I, I mean, of course, I just, my stomach lurched, and I was mortified. So not yeah. only did I not, you know, get the video, it was all broken, and nothing worked. I broke it, you know. But the good news is it videotaped them doing it
1: <laughs> oh my goodness no kidding so i had proof
0: and i brought it in and they were like hey we got a service contract we'll fix the gear don't even worry about it yeah do it again so i went out and did it again I got hired so that was it and i had a great boss it was i was That's there cool. for three or four years okay yeah yeah and then around that time i i really wanted to be on camera and i kept turning the camera on myself and how old
1: were you at this time oh gosh in my 20s so you kind of had that itch to be like oh yeah
0: i wanted to be on camera yeah 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 and and so i kept like doing like these little on camera intros and things and so i ended up building a reel without kind of realizing it yeah and then i went to in minneapolis to the kind of lowest on the totem pole in terms of stations it wasn't abc or cbs or nbc it was like an independent channel line right. and i knocked on their door and i said i want to be a reporter for you and look i've got this experience this experience here's my real and bottom line they took a chance on me wow. i don't know why i had no idea they said look if you are terrible and you absolutely suck we'll give you three months if you're terrible you're gone you can't sue us you can't get any kind of unemployment prove yourself and i did and I ended up anchoring and I ended up getting hired by the ABC affiliate that I ended up getting an agent Then I got no hired kidding. in Boston and I was, you know, I was making six figures in Boston back in wow. the nineties or something. So
1: you have old footage of that, that you still kind oh, of look I ha- at sometimes. I was, yeah. I've been
0: moving lately. We moved from Scottsdale to Phoenix and there was my box of like, I really got to transfer that stuff. Cause,
1: VHS. Cause oh, it, yeah. oh, I have a guy oh, that can do three that. quarter inch, yeah. Honey,
0: we're talking way back. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I have had an amazing career. Yeah and i've reinvented myself many times and i'm i'm here to say you can do that i yeah. know a lot of people are like well i just got out of college and what if i really don't like accounting it's like don't worry about it Get your whole life at reinvent it. yourself yeah. and do what you love do what your yeah, passion for yeah for sure yeah
1: well i and and i know i've gotten to know you through food photography so before we dig too deep into that um, after you got out of the the aps slash yeah. job and then doing you know doing the news anchoring and all that sort of stuff um did you get more heavily just into photography and you started working for some magazines or You know
0: honestly I was I really back when I was at that um the APS type you know um company that was you know I had like cabinets of Nikon equipment I had Oh wow mo- I had more tilt and shifts and different lenses and so I was always shooting then when I became I became a television news reporter yeah. in Minneapolis. And then I got an agent and went to Boston, Boston and did that as well. And then did it here as well for ABC. All that time I had my camera with me. Yeah. So I would be taking pictures of Paul McCartney in the interview with them okay. or Brad Pitt or all of these people that along the way I was very blessed to interview and presidents. I, I had my camera. I just, I was always shooting, but it really wasn't. To earn a living anymore right it was my you know and and back when slides were the thing i don't even know when that was yeah i used to have slideshow parties at my house i'd have a big deal set up and it was like you couldn't get into the party unless you have that thing you brought your your carousel yeah yeah so i've kind of started what you know and now it's so easy (laughs) it's so lightweight it's so digital it's so cool um but yeah so i ended up just really kind of enjoying photography is more of a hobby is yeah. more of my my passion but but I I made no money on it you know and it wasn't until i would say 12 years ago about that 11 12 years ago um i just was like why am i not shooting more this is right. you know i started shooting a little bit more and i met with a friend who is in this town her name is Ruby Rideout and she's a exquisite wedding photographer yeah she actually specializes in uh Indian weddings. Okay. Um we had lunch one day, twelve years ago, and she said, You know, how's your career going? And whatever. And I said, you know what? I really want to get back to photography. Still yeah. photography. She said, well what's stopping you? You've been doing it all these years. You started out with it. Right. Um and I said, I wouldn't even know what equipment to buy now. <laughs> so she said, give me something to write on. She took a pen and she put down I think it was a Canon 7D and a flash and you know and she goes there you go and i go well this is like 10 grand and she goes buy it on a credit card and work for me for several months you'll pay it right off no kidding so i did wow and my first job with ruby was it was an indian wedding and she was photographing the brides goings on during the day and i was to to photograph the groom side okay well these these people are amazing and they have their much tradition and, yeah. and you know I, I was taking my shoes off and they were they were doing different rituals i had no idea what they were doing i just kept smiling and doing it <laughs> um but it was and she was right i mean after three months i paid it off and i knew that i did not want to photograph brides
1: yeah yeah <laughs> you, just, you learned that
0: and i yeah i've always been a foodie before people even invented the term so, so food, that was
1: that was 12 years ago yeah. so was that before digital or
0: before digital really
1: became yeah Cause you were doing, the there was a lot of stuff on film, right? And you yeah, were,
0: you, yeah. I really, I, yeah, I started film then I, it was, it was digital for sure. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And I, um, I remember telling my friends who are still photographers in this town, who are a lot of great people, I'm going to shoot food for a living. And yeah. they laughed at me. They thought it was funny. They said, you'll go broke. Guess what? I'm not, they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's laughing now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So. Um, reading up on a little bit of your, your bio, it's, it, it looks like you've also done some, uh, photography for travel and leisure and Southwest air and USA today. Is that?
0: Yeah, I've been fortunate. I, um, David, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just do it. And yeah, I think if I have any good quality that, you know, skill that is just kind of innate, it's, um, it's like PR and marketing. Like yeah. I don't even know how to teach it or explain it, but right. I'm just, it's like you. I'm just. You're just out passionate. There, you have a love passionate. for what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just. And I just. My objective was to literally cold call chefs, literally, and publications. Wow. I, I my goal was to call five a day for the for a year. Yeah. I just kept. I no one knew who I was in this town. No. You,
1: you were basically starting from scratch. Yeah. This was. No, your and business. I and
0: I didn't even think that I would fail. I mean, there was no. I mean. Right. I don't know those things. I I just you know you just go for it. Yeah. And um. I annoyed a lot of people and I was everywhere and I did a lot of work for free, mm-hmm. a lot of work for cheap. My yep. first paid job was for a steakhouse on Camelback near the Biltmore, and I'm blanking on it. What would it be? It's an oldie.
1: Mm, Camelback starts Biltmore. with a D. Dur- Durant's? No. Durant's, oh, Dun- um, Dun- Don- Donovan's? Or- Donovan's. Yes, Donovan's. They hired me
0: and I think they paid me $500. And there wasn't a window in the place. No, it's so dark. I had, I had yeah, it's like a dungeon in there. It was torture. <laughs> and um, the fun story about it is I thought it was so good. And you know, and they used it. Yeah. Um, but fast forward to about a year ago, so like 10 years later, whatever, right. I get a call from them and they go, you know, we need some updated images, but we looked at your website and then we looked at the stuff you did then, and you can't be the same person. Are you the same person? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, i have just grown. Yeah,
1: I was just getting a little bit better at what I've done. We all do. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, during this transition from, say, TV to just now doing photography, was it, was it hard for you to not be on TV anymore? Or had you done enough of that? You were, you were good.
0: Good question. Um, Well, when you think about it, I had been in the real world of real journalism, like for real, like you, there's no opinion. There's no editorializing. Yeah. You you know, and you have to get your your facts checked before right. it gets you know recorded and on the air, and um, and and you have three or four producers above you that are just making sure you don't in- interject anything. I mean, it was it was the good old days. It was yeah. this guy's side versus this guy's side, and you the the viewer decide. It was very different than today, and um, I really enjoyed it. But by the time I was in my mid to late 40s Mm -hmm. i was being asked to do stories on sonoran living like how to make your butt look good in a pair of jeans i mean it wasn't it wasn't journalism anymore like i'm not into it it just wasn't i was grateful but um and then they said well if you want to do news for us you can start and you can work weekends for thirty five thousand a year and i was like "Ah, way been there i'm good yeah yeah i'm good so um so i just kind of fell out of it it was i was done yeah plus let's be honest, you know, it's a, it's a young, it's a youthful business. It's like sports. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're a long time person, like a Barbara Walters, and you've been on the air and you've been on the network, you know, for 20 years, that's fine. But locally, I just wanted somebody younger to
1: take over so much of that is is even changing just with the news as far as social media goes where people are going to get that information and and, and anybody can be a a product of celebrityism you know in their own realm and
0: isn't it true And, and you know back when i was in the media um the media was—you had to get fingerprinted and credentialed yeah. and you had to wait to get your—you know—you had to really get checked out. This right. was not funny because you were going to be one day interviewing a president, and the next, you know. And now people go, "Oh, I'm a member of the media." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> what do you do? I'm a blogger." I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah. really?" But that's okay.
1: Yeah, no, it's we'll all—it's it. all good. its yeah. it, its cool how all of this has allowed more people to get out different messages. And, it's true, and and it, it's interesting how. We all interpret things the way that we interpret them through different mediums. Well,
0: and it and it's it is a good change. Yeah, it is a great sure. change. And look at what we're doing.
1: Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm able to, it's to unbelievable broadcast all this from, a,
0: from your home or your office and from
1: anywhere. Yeah. So, so
0: when did uh, you have two children? Good, good guess. Yep, yep. I do, I have, and I have two kids. So my, I met my husband when I was living in Boston. Um, so I was in Minnesota, moved to Boston for my career, was a television reporter there and yep. there. Then, um, um, 18 years ago when our daughter was really little, yeah. we moved to Phoenix because we both just loved golfing and loved warm weather okay. and just, we were done with.
1: That's how, got, that's what brought you out here.
0: Yeah. We really love New England and it's, you know, the history and the culture is amazing. And I miss a lot of that. Yeah. I miss the diversity and, you know, but, um. The weather was just killing us we were just cold <laughs> we just wanted warmth yeah. so we were just like the clampets. we just picked up and moved on got a cement pond and everything no kidding so yeah we just moved here we didn't know anybody and the yeah. kids were alex was four and hannah was just a newborn and my husband had to start his surgical practice here knowing nobody yeah and he did great he did fine Absolutely. so i was home for a little while you know like three or four years there i maybe five years. I was home with them and loved it. Loved it. Yeah. It was Was a good time for
1: you. Grateful
0: to do that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you're out here in Arizona, you're with the kids and you're able to stay home and, and, you know, basically take care of them for a while and then reestablish yourself with a, with a new career doing photography. You know,
0: I remember thinking at that time, this is the job that I love the most and it's, it remains the job. I love the most being a mom is just everything. But I was a little bit like, Hmm, what do I do now? You know, had a great career in television, great career in, in radio, worked on this amazing show in Boston. That's it's called The Big Mattress. And <laughs> it was um, it was unbelievable with this guy who's very well known. His name is Charles Laquadera, and um he was the Howard Stern of Boston. Okay. He and Stern were big competitors or whatever. I still I still keep in touch with um, with Charles. He's in Hawaii now, retired. And oh good for him. Cool gone out and visited but um yeah and and so um i went from that to just you know being home and loving that with with my kids and kind of holding down the fort while we got established here and i was so happy to move to arizona i know you're a native arizona but i i um i just the more time that goes by the more i love yeah this state yeah so anyway but yeah so so i I was a stay at home mom and I was t- reevaluating. Do I want to go back into radio? What do I want? But my food thing was just was percolating. Um, and then I started just shooting.
1: Just going up there. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Donovan's was your first client. Yeah. You got, Thank you, Donovan's. Yeah. You got some money for that. Um, what. Was there, I mean, you had, you had stated that you were doing cold calling and, and just walking into places and probably introducing yourself to chefs. And I mean, what did you have like a a booklet that you brought and said, like, here's some of my,
0: I did. I had, well, I had business cards that were pretty cool. They were from Moo, M-O-O, which is a really cool brand. Yeah. It's a, it's a, um, they make, you know, business cards and stuff, but they're really good for photographers because you can upload like twenty different as many as you want, really. Oh, cool. Different photos. Yeah. So that you hand your card, you can say, Oh, do you want a martini? Or do you want and they go, Oh, and they start looking at him. And then you kinda of spread your cards out and you got pictures of everything. So I did that. Neat. And then I had a little book, probably about it's probably like a just a thin little hardcover book of my work. Yeah. I mean, by today's standards, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I would just go in with it. Yeah. I can remember going to lawns at the Hermosa Inn. Okay. You know, you Are, know, Lons. Oh, I
1: right? know lawns, yeah.
0: And I remember thinking My dream is to someday shoot for them. So I walked up and I was just kind of trembling. And I was just like, you know, this is, I'm, my name's Debbie. And someday I just want to work for you. And they said, well, the current owner's brother is a photographer. And so it's just not likely. and I kept at him and then they changed ownership and, now they're my client there and they're one go. of my favorites. So, And and when I go there, they're concierge. they were this wonderful guy. He's like, I remember you that day. Yeah. You little green thing coming in and young and, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> now look great. at you, you know. So... You just build it.
1: You just build it. Just yeah, do it. And and I can completely respect and, and and understand that because you know even from from the aspect of what I'm doing over here, I, I literally I had zero restaurants I was insuring. How many and,
0: now?
1: Yeah, but a couple hundred, yeah. if not more. You know, and yeah. it's just it's such I'm a cold great call feeling you, to. Honey. <laughs> I know. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some more work together for sure. You've
0: given me great work. I'm
1: so grateful. no, thank you. And 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 your work is amazing. So you've. I, you're a good photographer overall. what was it about food as opposed to humans or you know artistic landscape or any of that sort of stuff that really drove you into specializing?
0: great question. I have always had a thing way back when when I was in a, I was executive producer of a show uh, that was called Food and Lifestyles and it was local I mean I don't even remember I don't know if you would but it was it was on I think channel. I don't know one of the local affiliates. It was a while back, and um it was a food video program. It was a half-hour show. Okay. So I produced that thing, and Candy Lesher, who's a local legend in the world of nutrition and chefs, she she was the person. And we would go to like, we would travel to California. We'd go to Carmel. We would cover food, like like the ultimate food festivals where the top chefs in the world were there. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh yeah, this is my jam. Like I would look around, be like in these kitchens and. I really fell in love with chefs,
1: you did okay they
0: you know they bring the culture of food to the to the surface they bring like um their heritage mm-hmm. they bring their heart, yeah, and they work you know
1: completely agree. oh my
0: gosh yeah it's it it isn't just you know a job I mean there's just it's six a m to midnight do yep. it over again, yeah, um, and I really valued them and their. their their work ethic and who they were and how they brought you know the importance to me what i started to think about was we've got to make sure that our children and our children's children don't live in a sea of um fast food restaurants and Mm -hmm. you know and and chains and we need to we need to preserve the culture um from various parts of the world that's what makes us us that's what makes us american you know it's Um, and And so
1: that's what you do for a living is you, you storytell, you you tell the stories of the chefs and the food and how it gets delivered to the chefs and then how they deliver it to the plate and and capture all that essence. Yes.
0: And so the biggest percentage of my work is commercial, Mm -hmm. meaning I am hired by restaurant A, B or C, either the restaurant owner will hire me or an agency Mm -hmm. will hire me. And my job is to spend a day and a half at Oregano's or three days, you know, at True Food. And it's just shot after shot. And it's what they want. Right. It's not me getting creative and telling stories. I wish, but it, it isn't that way. Yeah. So that's my bread and butter. That's where I really make a good income. Okay. The rest is the stuff that I love even more, Yeah. which is going over to the Four Seasons and going into the kitchen and photographing the steam and the cutting and mm-hmm. the people and the hotness and the, all of that and getting the chefs, you know, doing chef portraits and, and, and learning about the culture of these chefs and then photographing their food and piecing it together. So that's what then translates into the editorial work that I do. So that's a whole other area that I have to like really try to get into because I don't have an agent. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't really call up my competitors and go, how do you do it? I just, figure it out. yeah. And and I have some consultant people that I go to who say, who, okay, where do you really want to get into? Oh, I want to get into garden and gun magazine, or I want to get into that or whatever. <laughs> right. And they help me. But, um, I'm a firm believer to my core in what you think about you bring about. Yes. You can have a wonderful life or a miserable life. You can have the career of your dreams. If mm-hmm. you if you dream it, if, and I know it sounds so simple and it sounds so new age and it sounds so like the secret, but Kim, your wife and I are, we're, we're on the same page there. You yeah. can flip and grow a third arm if you want to. If you believe it, you can do it. I mean, I am proof. I am proof of it.
1: Yeah. And- from, from
0: nowhere to Food Network Magazine to, and it just keeps happening, but, 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 um, you know, you shouldn't be surprised. You just should be grateful. Right. Because, you know, and 10 not years scared. ago, yeah, not scared. Yeah. You know, 10 years ago, I was like, oh, I want to work for Phoenix Magazine and Phoenix Home and Garden and I'm looking at my stuff and the you know the issues. It's now. all there. I'm right. so proud. Well, it's you threw that so intention proud. out there.
1: You threw that yeah. energy and, it, yeah. and it's come back. And you've accepted it, which a lot of times people will you know, they'll fear the success that they're
0: yeah. coming
1: onto because once they yeah. get it, it's like Ooh. where do I go from here? Yeah. What do I do with it? Yeah. Or how do I maintain this? Yeah, and that's, I mean it's
0: a journey. You know, yeah. there are ups and downs, and but I if I could if I could at the end of my life, at the end of the day, if I could be valued for anything um more than my photography it's Mm. it's telling people you gotta dream bigger right and when i see these chefs i was i was um photographing chef zachary from the mission a couple of weeks ago and there he was and he was you know these chefs they they hand you their food right giving a piece of their heart and it's so beautiful on the plate and his food was so out there good. And I was like, where do you want to go? And he was like, what? And I, I said, Yeah, you know, you're keeping your head down in the kitchen, but where do you want to go? What do you want to own? What what do you and he was like, Well, I do have some big dreams. I'm like, go now. Go. Go. You yeah. got the talent. You got it all. He's like, really? I'm like, yes. So Whatever you want to do, go do it.
1: Go do it. Yeah, I'm proof. For sure.
0: I'm proof. I don't have and any, you're still don't rocking have any it. degrees in yeah. any of this. I just go do it.
1: So had you always been a, a foodie? Are you a foodie? Yes. You, yeah. You, you oh, love yeah. food. So yeah. when you go do photography at these places, do, uh, like- I'm in awe. And, I'm in awe. And do you just eat? Oh,
0: hell yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Fortunately, I've got like the kind of, you know, I got my mom's genes. And right. So, but I can definitely put on weight, you know, and that's, that's for sure. But yeah. I have to, and I'm hyper, you know, oh. so I, so that helps that I'm just like, I have a lot of energy. I work out. Well, I have to
1: assume you do workouts, right? Yeah. It's like oh, you yeah. bike yeah. and run at something. Yep. Yeah.
0: No, I, um, I just belong to a health club. I do that. Cool. Um, and I'm, I'm, I hike mountains and you know, it's, I'm, it's, it's varied, yeah. you know, but lately I've been kind of, it's kind of lame. I haven't, <laughs> I've been moving and moving some boxes, but, but, um, chefs are so cool. Like I'll be shooting all day and all day long, they'll be feeding me. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'll be like, thank you. Thank you for your hospitality, for your beautiful food, for your mm-hmm. stories, for your background. And then they'll look at me and they'll go, are you hungry, hun Do you want something else? Can I feed you? And I just melt. They just I give just you love. Lose. I just, yeah. I I love these people so much. Yeah. So it isn't so much the food that I love. It's what they bring to the table. And it,
1: Right. And, and the amount of love that they pour into it. And then they're offering that to you. Oh and my
0: gosh. I mean, think about like our latest, our new Southwestern James Beard Award winner, which yes. has been a while since we've had a winner. And it's amazing. Chef, you know, Charlene Badman from F&B. Yeah. Her story is, um, you know, she just dreamed it too. She didn't, you know, really have, she had a tough beginning Yeah. and she isn't even quote officially a chef who cares, but look at what she's done. Look at what she did.
1: It's just a great story all oh, around.
0: Her for, food is just beyond th- it. For, I mean,
1: for chefs, for women, for Arizona, oh for everything. It's just amazing. Oh,
0: women chefs in, in this state and, and around the country and around the world are really um, growing and gaining yeah. recognition. And it's really fun to see it is. Um, that, you know, before, I mean, you know the world of, of professional kitchens for many years has been very dominated by men. Um, and women traditionally, when they would want to be a chef, they would be a pastry chef right. because for some reason that would be, you know, Oh, you can just be a pastry and chef. You, just, yeah. you,
1: know, you, you go over there in the pastry yes, area. You go in the yeah. pastry
0: and do your delicate pastry work. What,
1: but what, what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. But, so
0: it's really cool. I mean, and I, and I think about, um, um, chef Samantha, um, over at the four seasons, who's just, a Talavera who's, who took over from yeah. from a long established, you know, twelve year chef, you know, Mel Macinas, who's another amazing chef, but she's just rocking. It. Just I mean, rocking they're just, it. They're yeah. just killing it. It's great. So
1: when these when, when these restaurants come in and, and and hire you, and I, you had mentioned earlier, <clears throat> they. Basically, put these dishes together. You come take photographs for them. what is the so what's the business purpose for the restaurants to do this sort of thing? Is it obviously they want to display pictures of their food so people yeah. can see what it is? And I mean, is there a is there like a, a monetary value for these these is restaurants? It per, is like, it per plate? Yeah, <laughs> no. right.
0: Um, so, um I have a day rate that I charge. Actually, I charge $2,600 a day. And okay. people say, oh, that's pretty good if you're working five days a week. But that's not how it works. You know, like right. like next week, I'm working a day and a half for oregano. So I'll make some decent money then. Yeah. And then the rest of the week, I'll work for local publications that pay me $125 a pop. Right. But that's my PR. Yeah. So if I'm going out to all these new restaurants to shoot, and then I yep. I would say, I just give them my card and you need some food yeah. to shot. and. I'd say eighty percent of the time it's a But it's job. not
1: it's not as simple as you just going out and taking a bunch of right, pictures. Right. You have a lot of back work yes. that you have to do. So
0: um, you know, it depends on whether you know, it depends on what their need is. But generally, um, they're looking for really high quality photographs. So, mm. you know, the day and it's coming, the day and it's probably here, but the day that really high quality photography can be taken with your phones I may be switching careers, but, um, but, but what they really need is the highest quality, the highest resolution possible so that they can, we can, they can do billboards or they can do menus, or they mm-hmm. can do uh, when 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 magazines contact these restaurants and say, "Well, we want to do an article on you. What do you have for photos for the magazine?" So right. they use them for publication. They use them for marketing. And now more and more, I would say, in the last year especially, um, I'm being hired now specifically for social media photos.
1: I was just going to ask yeah. you about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a lesser gig. It pays less, but I charge more and say, "Look." If you want social media photos, I'm here anyway. My equipment's going to shoot the top of the line stuff anyway. Yeah, I'm worth a little more because we'll get all those cool, you know, shots of people's hands reaching in, right. you know, all that. But I, I can shoot, I can crank out a few more, and I can give it to you in high res and in low res. Well,
1: and you can also crank out some of the photos of the restaurant and the chefs yeah. cooking and, and all do, that sort of yeah, stuff, and then yeah. give them a, a folder of all that yep. to utilize on yep. social media. Yeah,
0: so they're all. I, I would say most of the time. For these bigger commercial shoots, they really have a very specific, um, it's very laid out, um, it's very storyboarded. They, they give me you know, a series of photos from other places they found on mm-hmm. the internet that yeah. show, you know, this is the dark and moody look we're going for, or right. this is the light and bright look we're going for. So I have a an idea so that before the shoot, I can say, okay, well, I'm going to bring the black background and I'm going to bring some fabrics and... We're going to bring, you know, the kind of gear that will kind of create mood or, or we're going to shoot in covered, you know, daylight and we're yeah. going to have a lot of big white bounce cards and make things, you know, so it, they dictate, sometimes they don't know what they need. Right. I just go there and do a test shot and look around and figure it out and go, okay. And send it a little sample. And I say, this is, this is what it's looking like. This is what your branding really looks like. This is the background of your restaurant. Yeah. So they, they go, okay. So they're usually pretty happy.
1: So you're very similar to me to where, you know, you do photography. I do basically what I call it is um, protection. You know, I I don't like to call it insurance because again, people just start to, you know, take a snooze and it's (laughs) like, what? Okay. So. When when you look into it and, and you look at like, you know, you would named your price. and I mean it's such a minimal investment for the amount of time and and the amount of quality that they will get out of everything that you've put together for Should them. Should we raise
0: my rates? Let's do it.
1: Yeah, let's raise them let's, now. At let's, least three. Let, yeah. Let's do it to three. <laughs> and 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 that's the thing is I like and especially in the hospitality industry where, you know, owning twelve restaurants in the past myself and being a part of that and seeing the the bottom line numbers are very minimal. They're very yeah. sparse. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a lot of these times these guys are going, where do we spend money on? You know, do we, do we buy the social media person? Do we buy the, right. you know, the photography right. that is, you know, cleaner and clearer and being able to be utilized everywhere or, you know, we just do it ourselves. And, you know, and fortunately for me, they can't just go write insurance for themselves, but they can certainly cut a lot of things out that, God forbid there's a fire or somebody, you know, ends up getting drunk and drives off. Right. That, I get it. Yep. You know? Yeah. So when you're talking with restaurants or you see like the new ones that are opening and, and you're a go-getter like I am. I yep. mean, we're, we're we're pretty well established in our careers and built there. So there's probably not a time where you're not always like your wheels are not yep. always turning and going, yep. I'm going to go after these guys because yes. they're new and they're opening. Yes. I, want, what, them. I, I, want, I that. want them. I want them. I want them. that yeah, job. I want to win. Yeah. Exactly. I
0: want to win. And I really... You know, it, it, keep going. You have a well, so, point to make. So, so, my,
1: so my question is, when you're going after these, these newer, you know, clients that may not understand or see the value as of yet, what is your pitch to them?
0: Ha! Huh? You know what it is? You'll laugh. It's the old, it's old as the hills, but it's the truth. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Yeah. So somebody else can say to you, say to this client, uh, potential client, you know, I can, I can shoot that stuff and, you know, I can do it for three, $400 and they can. They will never get the quality. Yeah, i just, I just know it. It's innate. It's, it's just, it's like I, I do crazy things and stand mm-hmm. on ladders and you know the lighting. I, and I the just atmosphere. know. I just know. I just, it's just with any skill and, um, you know, well, many of them will say, no, we just can't, we just can't afford that. And I'll say, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's look at what you need the most. What do you need the most? You don't, you don't need, and most restaurants don't need everything photographed. You know, they're like, right. "We want it all." We, you know, can you can you shoot for a day and shoot seventy two dishes? No. Yeah, <laughs> I can, well, but it would be like next, next, next. It would look like crap. Well, so,
1: how many what, menus have you shot where they've actually put a picture of the food on the menu? Well, does that even happen? But, anymore?
0: Yeah, yeah, and those are very uh, rare. Yeah, but like one of my clients is um, found. Um, F-O-U-N-D, they're a really cool boutique hotel in Phoenix and they have a restaurant um, that's called Match Cuisine and Cocktails. Oh yeah,
1: I've been there. Okay.
0: And so when people stay there they have an iPad in their room and they can go oh, room service and they can just go, Ooh, there's the pancakes. Mm. Ooh. And so, but their menu changes several times a year. So I get to go back and shoot. I'm going back there next month. So, Excellent. but they need everything pretty much. And we have a system and I say to them, okay, I can do all that in a day and a half, but I will need two assistants. I'll need somebody cleaning the plate off, somebody styling plate puts, you know, so it's a yeah. very, and and we're not, we're not kind of, setting it up from scratch and adding different things we're shooting the plate and moving on to the moving next and the we're map. on we're it's on a like 12 minute yeah yeah and they're beautiful and they're tightly shot and they're what they need but for the most part um so I was, I was shooting where was i baja fresh shooting for them last week and you know they were like wow we're we're doing this animated movie thing we're doing this animation and we need you to shoot all this different stuff and i was like i can do that and then can you make space for where we're going to put writing, you know? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And then I'm like, but wait, look at this shot. And I take it and they're like, oh, that's good. And I go, how about this? And so I like doing extra. I like making Course. them happy. And yeah. Just... So I think other photographers are like, they've said to me, you mean you give them five or six different options of one dish? I'm like, yes, it's yeah. digital. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little more editing, but I give as much as I can. I, no, get, that's I give great. them hundreds of images. Yeah. And because they're spending... They're spending a huge amount for them. We were just talking about that. That's that's their budget for 2 years or right, something. Right. And so give them a lot you know, and then I'll make little squares for them. Give so they, them have something that they you know.
1: Yeah. No, that's them, great.
0: You know, if I'm there, we're doing the job, give them more.
1: And that's definitely changed over the years is now that you have Instagram and, and Facebook and all these places where they want to utilize images yeah. and they don't necessarily want to utilize something off of their, their camera phone, yep. although, you know, getting better. But yeah, back in the past, you, you didn't really have that sort of, you know, area that you had to get into. Yeah. Um, so now
0: I'm just sliding into just it. kind of just sliding. Yeah. Well, and, 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 I've worked really hard on my Instagram following. Yeah. Um, Not, not as much on Facebook because Facebook is, Facebook is more family and friends and you know, that kind of thing. But um, you know, Instagram is important for me, but I get a lot of these requests through Instagram that say things like, um, would you be interested in photographing our liquor brand? We'll send you, you know, 10 bottles and then you've got to shoot the bottles in your home, you Mm -hmm. know, somewhere in your studio and then you need to get some models and then photograph them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then we need, and it's this lot, and it's like, and we'll pay you $300. <laughs> yeah. I go, no, nope, good. nope. Right. So I am not in any way yeah. an influencer. I don't, I can't, I don't have, I don't have time no. and I don't make the money that way. Yeah. But you can make some pretty darn good money. I just that's not my direction. No, it's not. You know, I post on Instagram to just say, "Wow, look who these amazing people are! Look what! Look at the chef!" Look.
1: Well, you you're sharing you're sharing your clients yeah. with other people yeah. to get to know them, and yeah. then when they see these amazing pictures of food, and they're like. Wow that dish looks good. I need to go over to yeah. you know Joe's whatever yeah. taco stand and 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 get some of that. Yeah. So do you do a lot of I my assumption is yes, you do a lot of uh, photography for, you know, mixologist and cocktails and stuff Not like that. Not as much.
0: There's um, you know the liquor companies have lots of good money to spend. Yeah. But they're more interested in what they, um, they're, they're more interested in like getting the really glossy, beautiful, strobe lit, big studio shots of their bottles. And then they've got it. You know, yeah, they've got it. I've so, got um, or if they have a special promotion or some special thing that a client wants. But I do not work as much. I work a lot for tequila companies, which I like. I work, yeah. but, but really... 95% of what I shoot is food. Is food. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to lawns and photographing 10 dishes, oh, we're working with the mixologist. They're bringing in the beautiful cocktails. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm like, let's shoot 10 great cocktails. Come on, bring them on and we'll shoot them. Yeah. So, okay. but usually it's like the the standard request is like 15 dishes and five cocktails and a chef portrait. That's kind of like, and I'll be like, yeah. Eh. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't do, um, I don't itemize and charge people mileage and it's just a thing. Right. It's just a right. Just, the rate. just come out
1: and you're gonna get yeah. this and then some. Yeah. 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 How about food festivals? Do you enjoy shooting those? Do you get yes. hired to do a lot of those? Yes. And- I
0: don't get hired to do them as much because I turn them down more and that's just because I'm a gonna be sixty three and I it's hot and it's what? Just- Oh, stop. I'm you look only... like you're 20. Oh, bless your heart. I feel it. <laughs> but, but um, you know, those are more grueling because if you think about it, would you rather be in a situation where you're shooting 10 or 15 dishes or cocktails or, or you're in a nice restaurant or would you rather be pounding the pavement in the heat with a lot of gear
1: right.
0: shooting, you know, chef after chef and, you know, and it, and it's hot and then yeah. you got you to gotta go back and you have to edit. It's like two days of editing. Yeah. So I'm doing less of that. But I, you know, paid, but I, I attend all of them and I will shoot for a magazine and just, you know, give them 30 photos. Yeah. But it gives me an opportunity to hand out those moo cards and check out, you know, say hi to everybody and hug people and
1: And just go up to each of the booths, try a little sandwich, do your thing. Yeah. yeah. I used to do that
0: back when I was starting, I was like, Oh, I really want to do these food festivals. And then I did them all. I was grateful. Um, and but uh, the money is just I, just I lose money. Yeah, I lose money.
1: Well, festi- but- Look, I I insure festivals, and they are <clears throat> they are not. How do I say cost efficient for us? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, festivals have they don't know how well they're going to do or not do right and so you yeah. know all those upfront expenses yeah. are huge expenses yeah and if they do great they do great but you know it's just one of those things so i'm i'm right there you with understand you. Those are, yeah those are and it, really but, but they're
0: valuable and i love it and i love that we do these great festivals yeah. and we do some really really great ones and i look forward to them all oh and arizona's I,
1: got some of the best oh festivals i just out love here. them yeah. oh
0: man and i'm I've changed my tune in the last maybe two years. And it might be because I've been able to make a better living. Yeah. So you can be more picky. But in the last few years, I am just backing off on well, for example, I turned down, um, I've been shooting the James Beard Foundation's Taste America event yeah. every fall for like okay. ten years. Um, I've been shooting the the Nirvana event at the Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are um these are great events. Event. Yeah. But I lose so much money. I, yeah. I just, and at the end of the day, I'm so exhausted by like day four. Right. That I'm, you could knock me over with a feather. I'm so tired that I'm weepy. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, this is the it's just Like, I just, <laughs> like, I shouldn't be there. So now, like this past year, I, I've turned them down. They're like, what? and it has nothing to do with them it's right. just i'd rather go you'd and rather go and partake and have some fun yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then you'd, and you probably bring your camera wherever you go oh it's yeah. always it's a, like yeah. attached to you yeah
0: i'm like this from carrying it
1: so so talk a little bit about okay so talking about equipment what's some of the new and upcoming equipment that you you know get to use and
0: i'm gonna disappoint you oh i'll tell you something i am kind of old school um I am using much of the equipment that I bought 10, 12 years ago, oh. um, with the exception of purchasing some good, similar to what's in our room some right now, steps, Yeah, some yeah. good some good LED lights. But okay. I'm a firm believer in, I mean, I use strobe lights quite a bit, but they're the same stupid two, three strobes I've had for years. They just keep working. Yeah. And I'll use them to photograph, you know, chefs or... A restaurant, right? But I love to use um, continuous lighting for photography of food. Okay. Um, meaning you screw the light bulb in, uh-huh. it goes on and it stays on. Just gone. There's no flash. There's you know. Okay. Um, because the bulbs are you know different kind of color temperatures, and the bulbs I use are daylight, and as I think these probably are calibrated. But I love using daylight bulbs, yeah. and, and they're just you screw them in. They're huge. They're like eighty bucks a pop or something. Right. And for me, uh, you know, we photographers always chase the light. So for me, it's about finding a window, finding the light. The yeah. window, it doesn't matter what, the, what is, you know, around in the restaurant. I can move things into the best, you know, the best tables, but it's the light. I'm either outside, unless it's over 95. I've kind of gotten lazy and I hate shooting.
1: <laughs> right. But
0: I'm outside whenever possible. Um, and I'm looking for that window. Yeah. And then I add light. Above the window, usually next to the window, and bring as much light as I can in, and then I put a light behind because in photography of food, backlight or lighting from behind is everything. Okay, everything. Like if I was shooting something right now with our existing light, there's a nice light right behind you, David. Yeah, I'd be shooting right into the light. People like, no, 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 you can't do that. Oh yeah, it works great. Gives shine. That's the ticket. That's the trick. So I just use these continuous bulbs, I plug them into the thing, and there I go. I I do use um, a really great technology that's really saved me. So when we're on a big commercial shoot for a couple days, you know, multiple days, I hire a digital tech. And the digital tech is somebody that comes in with a big cart and a big computer, and we tether it with a cord to my camera. And the clients are looking at this big computer, and they're editing while we go shot let's zoom in i mean yeah so by the by the end of the shoot it's edited it's done it's done so that's the that's what i rely on yeah but for my everyday shoots whether it's you know what a one-day shoot by myself or whatever the deal is um i have i I, there's a company locally called tether uh tether tools okay they're in tempe actually they're not they're they're kind of on the border um they're in phoenix and i I just lucked out I, i can't believe they're even local They produce a lot of really good um, equipment for people who are still photographers and Mm -hmm. video photographers. And one of their products is called Case Air, C-A-S-E-A-I-R. And it's a little little trigger, and you just stick it on that little hot shoe of your camera. And it creates its own Wi-Fi. And then you have an iPad, and you can take that iPad into three rooms down. So the client's just holding an iPad, and I'm shooting, and, and it's... It's communicating so and all those
1: pictures popping up. That's really cool. And it
0: creates a JPEG and a CR two. So the C R two is the one that's got a lot of information on it. That's right. the one we want to edit on and give to them. Okay. But the JPEG is kind of a low res version and that's the one they get to look at. Yeah. So it doesn't take long to load. So it's, no. it's it's brilliant and I use it all the time.
1: And it just helps probably with the time and cost efficiency and I and I know of... I
0: now don't even own a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's all I wow. use. It's just great. That's great. So there's no tethering, there's no cords. Oh, so I that's love... kind of my favorite local, you know, my new technology. Yeah. But I just continue to upgrade my cameras, my lenses. Don't break. They get destroyed from my hand focusing them. and there's so much food and some of my favorite lenses like it's just they don't even make that replacement. Right. That rubber replacement. I just have to buy a new lens. You just have to buy a new lens. So I just buy set three, two, three lenses a year. They're so coated with food. And it's not that I'm just dripping in food, but right. you just you know, my glasses, everything, it right. just gets it gets dirty. You're working with food and you're shooting and you're wiping your hands. Well, you know, you <laughs> know covered what, in food at the you, end of the day. Yeah. It's not you, pretty.
1: You know what works for you and yeah. and, and you keep utilizing that and doing yeah. that and that's yeah. that's really cool. Um do you eat out a lot? Yes. You do. Yeah. So not just when you're working, but like you yeah. take the family yeah. and Loved, you love, love going it. and check. And, it. and you go to probably a lot of your
0: clients as well. Very much yeah. so. Um, my husband and I just are real, we're, we love to cook. Okay. We love to be home and cook. Yeah. But we also are like, sushi, got to have it. Or, <laughs> oh, you know, have you, you know, do you know about, um, you know, the latest, you know, Tom, I'm saying my husband, you know, yeah. there's a really good. New restaurant by Chef Dom at called you know Hush and it's you yep. know yep. On, I was just gonna say Hush. it's on Scottsdale and you know Thunderbird yeah. and let's go and you know so a lot of times I've been there for one little photo shoot and I fall in love and then we go
1: that's great but the
0: the thing that I'm embarrassed about honestly and sincerely is there they bend over backwards when they see me yeah so I feel like a celebrity and I don't even want to be but I'll I'll go have dinner and then the, all of a sudden food starts coming out and, (laughs) and, and and the bills paid. And I I know that, you know, that's just unbelievably, but I always feel kind of like, no, 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 you know, or you don't need to do that, but they can't help it. They they bring out desserts to me and they come out and we had dinner, um, to celebrate my husband's birthday and we were at Talavera. I mean, I mean, I mean, it was us and another couple and it was a lot of champagne and a lot of wine a lot of food and it was just like no we got it no, and the oh chefs goodness. are coming out presenting and i was just
1: well it's a tribute to you and what you've done for oh you my, know oh the, my gosh the, the Arizona it gives me goosebumps oh. just, yeah it's, it's a beautiful thing they're
0: uh, they're my i love them all i love yeah. them i love these chefs so much i know
1: you do i can oh. i can i can feel it i can feel it in your presence yes, yes. so i got all right i got a quick couple of uh okay. rapid fire okay. questions for you okay all right i'm ready i we'll to see i'm gonna see uh what you think of this um, pictures of food or people? Oh.
0: I can't. Don't make me decide. 50-50. You, you, um,
1: you can do 50-50. Okay. No 50/50. Right or wrong answer. Yeah. Oh.
0: okay,
1: 50-50. Brunch or happy hour? Happy hour. Gardening or camping? Camping. <laughs> this is fun. Snow or sunshine? Sunshine. Yeah, I figured no. since you moved yeah. from yeah. snow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars or The Notebook? Star Wars. Oh, yes. <laughs> right answer. Um, I just had to
0: admit it. And then sand or The City? Mm. Sand. Yeah. I cry when I see the ocean. Every time. You know, you drive and you get to the ocean, and I cry. It's just I just, magical. It just It's just the ever essence of just, yeah. Just. Our surroundings, uh, there are days, you'll laugh, but I wake up and I go outside and I go, this can't even be real. Right. This is Technicolor. Look yeah. how green it is. <laughs> Look how beautiful it is. You're Look, seeing it in a lens. It right. just,
1: yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, I just, uh, I've had a great time with you today. We um, wow, could probably talk fun. another hour. Um, easy. Easy. And it's so good to see you. And I'm excited so to, to do you. some more work with you and, and, and help each other out. Where um, where can the listening and the viewing audience
0: find you? Um, my Instagram is Wolvos. D-E-B-B-Y, W O L V O S. Um, same with you know all social media, um, and my website is D W Photography, my initials, mm-hmm. um, and it's um, D W photographynet Perfect. So um, yeah, I'm loving this, and I, I just want I just want to thank you know this community. Yeah. Um, really from the bottom of my heart for for really opening up their doors and their hearts and just saying yeah you know yeah. they they let me in no you know? it's, it's, really, it's cool. really cool and you're yeah.
1: gonna keep doing this for a while I yeah i
0: have totally found my thing yeah. like i can't even believe that i love this more than i loved tv and radio yeah didn't believe it didn't think it would happen
1: you have such a just a unique and and really heartfelt and, and just it's, it's a great story Thanks. It's so nice to, to know you and, and So, Will do. Yeah. So everybody listening, you know, thank you again. It was awesome to have Debbie on here. Please follow the Bar Restaurant Podcast. Give me a five star. Um, I really appreciate it. You can find us on Bar and Restaurant Insurance on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And uh, you know, thanks again,
0: and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. Eat local.
1: Yes.